Hi, welcome to Reset Your Mindset by Life Stance Health. Myself, Dwight Thompson, and my co-host, Nicolette Lianza, will bring you conversations with leading Life Stance Health professionals who will help guide you on your journey to positive mental health and well-being. At Life Stance, we believe in the three pillars of mental health, mental flexibility, mindfulness, and resilience. Welcome, everyone. Today, myself, Dwight Thompson, and Nikki Lianza are joined by Dr. Omar Elhaj, the Division Director of Special Projects here at LifeStance. Kind of coming to you from um, a little bit different circumstances, the three of us are all remote and are joining one another to discuss what we are currently battling here as a society, which is the COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Elhaj, welcome. Thank you very much, Dwight and Nikki. Yes, great. Great to have you. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us. Dr. Elhaj, can you give some insight briefly into what exactly is the coronavirus, um, which everyone would be certainly aware of at this point? The coronavirus disease is an infectious disease caused by a new coronavirus. Um, it causes respiratory illness like the flu with symptoms such as cough, fever, and in more severe cases, difficulty breathing. You can protect yourself by washing your hands frequently, avoiding touching your face, and avoiding close contact, which is defined as a three feet with people who are unwell. Coronavirus spreads primarily through contact with an infected person when they cough or sneeze. It also spreads mm -hmm. when a person touches the surface or an object that has the virus on it and then touches their eyes, nose, or mouth. So what we could do to protect ourselves and help prevent spreading the virus to others is, again, washing our hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub, cover our nose and mm -hmm. mouth with a disposable tissue or uh, our flex elbow when we cough or sneeze, avoid close contact, you know, three feet uh, or less with people who are unwell, and stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if we feel unwell. And that takes me to the issue of the physical social distancing that a lot of people talk about and complain about. And it is really of a paramount importance that we all follow the guidelines of the CDC and the public health figures urging us to follow yes. physical social distancing. Dr. Alhaj, thank you really mu very much for that insight. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the things that you're alluding to are going to be uh, unprecedented for a lot of people, um, including us. Yeah. The three of us are used to being together. And, and yeah. right now we're all in our respective spaces and trying to be mindful of that social distancing aspect and, and trying to stay remote as much as possible. Um, Nikki, you know, in your role, certainly um, as one of our therapists here at LifeStance, what are some of the things that you were discussing with clients? What are some of the um, feelings that um, you are sensing that um, a lot of people are expressing to you? I, I think it's been just an overall blanket of just anxiety, anxiety of the unknown, you know, lots of like what ifs or how comes or how longs. Um, and for myself, it's hard because I can't reassure, you know, I too, I'm in the same boat. I, I can't say, mm -hmm. oh, this will be over in a month. I, I don't know either. So I, I think a lot of like blanket anxiety over the, the unknowns of this. Um, right. a, a lot of people also struggling with just the social isolation of being just kind of having to be at home. Um, 
Right. Especially for those who maybe live alone or especially having a hard time. And then on the other end, those maybe staying with their families, especially if family to them has been a little bit of a tense situation. So to be kind of like sequestered in their house with the very thing that causes them a lot of anxiety via their family has been an issue too. So, so right. lots of things kind of uh, that has come up with all this that isn't a typical thing I usually navigate with people with therapy. So it's, it's difficult. Right. Yeah, this is going to take some getting used to for everyone. Um, and that's why it's important, though, that we do have these discussions and can be transparent about what we're feeling, um, because everyone is feeling it. Um, and there is no there is no rule book for this sort of thing. Um, we don't have necessarily a lot of history to base um, what we're dealing with off of. So we're kind of learning, learning this, uh, learning about this together. Dr. Elhaj, you have certainly played um, an instrumental role into what we are doing here at Life Stance as a practice to address this coronavirus. Um, you know, we have taken some taken some steps and some measures to uh, reduce um, the spread of this virus and sort of play our part in "quote unquote" flattening the curve. Can you give us some insight into what um, Life Stance is doing to address the coronavirus? Thank you, Dwight. Um, it has been a team effort. Every one of us has contributed to this um, uh, very, um, um, the, the, the response to this very huge challenge. Um, the, the, the area that I've been uh, most involved in the past uh, couple of weeks uh, has been uh, our telehealth projects and ensuring that we all follow the CDC guidelines in terms of um, any potential exposure or infection. Um, in terms of the telehealth, um, as of just a couple of weeks ago, out of uh, 350 providers across uh, four states, we were only able to get um, about uh, 10 uh, providers interested in telehealth and set up uh, and ready to go. Um, as of now, wow. um, I can um, um, uh, confirm that we have about uh, 300 plus providers across four states of all disciplines, including wow. uh, psychiatrists, mm -hmm. nurse practitioners, uh, therapists of all degrees, um, able um, to, to deliver uh, the care that our patients need through telehealth. That is incredible. Yeah, that was um, really amazing. Why is telehealth so important during this time? Because it really allows um, our patients to get the care they need during these very challenging times, while at the same time following the social distancing uh, guidelines without having to expose themselves to any increased risk. And for our providers as well to be able to deliver the care um, that they are so good at uh, without exposing themselves or anybody else to the higher risk of contracting uh, coronavirus. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, sometimes as with as with anything, the right decision is not always an easy decision. So I know that, um, you know, as providers, you know, we, we love being in the same space as our clients mm -hmm. and, and the clients love that as well. Um, however, this is just this is the decision that makes the most sense um, from a from a from a bigger picture. Um, so what are uh, some of the stigmas that might lie around, you know, telehealth and some of the things that people might be a little bit apprehensive with when it comes to giving telehealth a shot, what would you say to that person? I tell to that person, give it a shot and I see agree. for yourself mm -hmm. 
I mean, as Nikki can attest to that, a lot yeah. of our therapists or psychiatrists who were, um, you know, um, um, not interested in telehealth or, you know, did not give it a shot because they thought it was less um, efficacious or uh, less optimal to build a um, genuine rapport with a patient. Right now, um, they are seeing right. with their own eyes uh, um, how actually you can develop a, 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 a the same level of warmth uh, the same level mm -hmm. of connectedness mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the patient. I'm going to actually let Nikki talk more about it since yeah. this is something new to her yeah. and she can you yeah. know, share more light. Yeah, I mean, how has it been for you, Nikki? It, it's been really good. In fact, in a lot of ways, I felt like I was able to kind of peek in more into the lives of my clients. Them actually being able to show me their pets that they love so much um, and show me things, even you know, working with adolescents, having them show me their room and things like that. So for me, it's actually been really helpful as a nice connecting thing for us both, um, which was something really really delightful for me to be able to do. So I, I really like this platform. It, it, it does reach something that I wouldn't be necessarily able to do if I was just in person with them in my office to kind of be able to, to sit with them really in their home together is it's really wonderful sure. for sure. They're no longer painting a picture for you. You actually, you have it there. In real time. I agree yes, with you yes. a hundred percent. I mean, it reminds me of, I think of, of an example that I gave when we talked, the three of us saw the first time about telehealth, how, you know, you, you really get a, a, a glimpse into things that, um, um, you would not have been able to. And I think this is one of the things that we need to remind ourselves um, as individuals and, and society uh, with, um, um, you know, the, the COVID-19 epidemic. Um, um, there is always a silver lining. During those sure. very yeah. challenging times, you get to know the core of people. You can look at, you know, really what is important um, to us as, as human beings, as society, and what is really not important um, um, you know, you see now people um, 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 coming across, um, you know, uh, coming together across uh, so many different paths of life, not necessarily physically, but virtually. I mean, I was um, uh, just yes. reading a, a news story a couple of days ago about a, a group of seniors uh, who um, used to gather weekly for their sewing uh, class. Um, uh, close to Akron, Ohio. And uh, for the past two weeks now, they've been actually helping with repairing the surgical masks that, you know, the 95 oh, wow. surgical masks oh, that, that's incredible. you know, a local hospital was in need for. So, I mean, the American yeah. ingenuity and goodwill, I think, is manifesting so well during this crisis. Yeah, I think our nation has proved time and time again, um, we, we, we kind of thrive under pressure. And when we're dealing with um, crises is really when I think I see us come together the most. So that's incredible. Um, and I think you bring up a good point. It's easy to get caught up in some of the, the negativity that, that there certainly is with um, COVID-19 and this pandemic, but it's important to, I think, be appreciative and be mindful of the fact that we do have these platforms to stay connected with our loved ones and our caregivers and our, and our mental health providers. So there's a lot to be thankful for from that standpoint. So um, I really appreciate you guys shedding some light um, into a couple of those things. So Nikki, you and I were talking um, along with Dr. Alhaj about how important it is right now to take care of your own mental health um, and to protect yourself and, and find some things uh, to allow you to feel a little bit more positive during this time. 
Um, mm-hmm. Can you just talk a little bit about that, about some habits that, you know, can start to be practiced during um, quarantine and this in this social distancing that we're dealing with? Yeah, for sure. Let me throw out just a, a few of these here. I, I think one of the things that is key is still allowing yourself to be connected to those outside of your home. I, I think people have been very creative in in maybe pulling up their friends and, and still doing board games via like maybe Skype and things like that. I think it's still so important that we are still connecting to those that we're close to outside of our home. Absolutely. I, I think another key point too, since we are all kind of made to stay in our homes is to help us relieve our own boredom with stuff. I, I've heard from a lot of clients where they're like, okay, I've cleaned everything I can clean. I've organized my closets. I've done this and that. And now I don't know what else to do. And so I think that's what's right. so key of kind of getting in there and figuring out other things to kind of keep yourself busy and moving forward. Um, I've, I've talked to people who have done virtual tours of museums online or even, yeah. you know, doing other things that they wouldn't you know usually do, like, writing beginning that novel they keep saying they've been wanting to write or listening to new podcasts things like that i think it's really the time to get to those things that we maybe didn't have time to do before yeah yeah no that's, that's really i important. think actually i was reading um um an article a couple of days ago um about um a book sh- uh, a bookshop um in England, uh, that actually has seen uh, their sales go up uh, three thousand percent in the past uh, few weeks because people now wow. are getting more interested in reading books and uh, especially actually yeah. classics, you know, not just mm-hmm. fiction. So, um, as I said again, I mean, um, I have no doubt that uh, we will figure out ways to reestablish the rhythm in our lives. Um, um, and um, how to balance, um, you know, togetherness uh, with aloneness, you know, especially, I mean, some of us uh, who live in urban areas uh, with a smaller, you know, uh, uh, square footage than others who live in, in suburbs. Um, yeah, this has been a challenge. You know, even if you're only like two or three people mm-hmm. in an apartment, um, it's much more challenging to, you know, um, get confined and to respect other people's space uh, uh, versus uh, if somebody is living in a larger home. But it's also forcing us to re-examine uh, how uh, sometimes uh, we don't spend enough time with each other. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What is your experience, yeah. Dwight? That's a great point. Yeah, no, um, it's funny. Nikki, you brought up the board game example. I um, have, personally have a story just this over the weekend I uh, FaceTimed with um, a couple of my family members in Chicago and we played a we played a board game um, just via FaceTime oh, that's and, and it was it really was it was a great time and I think it's a good time to try some new things I think yeah you brought you brought up a good point Re- write that novel you said you were going to write mm-hmm. um, utilize the outdoors um, yeah. one thing that we probably don't do enough uh, a lot of folks is is get outside and, and get moving even if it is going for a long walk so mm-hmm. you often hear about people wanting to get into running now as good a time as any now that gyms are closed so um, I certainly have been finding that the more time outside I have been able to spend um, just the better I feel um, and it really has made me sort of re-examine the um, where I spend a lot of my time and energy and, and sometimes that um, is not with my loved ones and communicating with my loved ones and now I have um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, find, u- utilize the time that we have wisely. Um, we can sort of waste it or we can be mindful of sort, sort of putting it to good work. So, um, which yeah, makes I think me you guys think, just brought up great points. Which makes me think of one of the things I've been talking with my clients about is 
you know, use this time wisely. Use this time to also evolve yourself, you know, try right. those new things, but also kind of go deeper into yourself, learn about yourself, gain more insight into yourself. I think that's so important. Use this time to really, you know, discover yourself, I think is so key. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, you know, how often are we are we running into, um, you know, where, where there's a duration of time where we're told to stay indoors as much as possible. This is not going to happen often. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot that, that you kind of have to take it for what it's worth and, and make the most of it. I definitely agree with I that. Agree 100%. For sure. And so sort of in conclusion, um, everyone, Dr. Alhash, thank you so much for shedding light on the telehealth aspect of things. And, and Nikki, you've done an excellent job of um, talking a little bit about what you're experiencing during sessions and um, how people are trying to manage their anxiety during this time. Um, in closing, over these coming weeks, um, what kind of advice would you would you give to to people um, when it comes to addressing this pandemic and, and uh, taking it sort of one day at a time, what would you say? Well, I would start with, uh, please follow the CDC guidelines, heed to the um, uh, recommendations and advice of the public health um, officials and uh, stay well and stay healthy. Um, uh, what do you think, uh, Nikki, about uh, what people should do in terms of trying to maintain their wellness? I, I'm going to add to that, you know, being compassionate, yeah. being compassionate yeah. to yourself, to others. It's a time to reach out. I do agree what we were saying earlier about the U.S. and how we tend to pull together in times of crisis. And this is just definitely one of those times for all of us to pull together. And, and we're all in this together. And not to forget sure are. is so key. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys. It's it's you know we are learning. Uh, it's not even day by day. Sometimes there's some days where it's hour by hour. We're learning new information, um, and we just have to continue to take it in stride. Um, but I agree with you, Doctor Elhas, to your earlier point. Um, we will find some sense of normalcy um, in the upcoming months. Um, it's just a matter Absolutely. of time. Absolutely. Stay well. Yes. Stay yes. well. Yes. Thank you. Take care. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Doctor Elhas. I think our conversation today um, with Dr. Omar El-Hajj left us with some pretty poignant takeaways. Um, for me, I found the conversation around recognizing your anxiety during this time and understanding that it's okay and that we're all going through this um, together as we battle this pandemic. We are all learning on the fly and we're all getting new information, uh, information that we have not been um, privy to in the past. Um, and so recognizing that it's okay to feel a little bit uneasy, uh, but that when we come together, it really does um, help us get through things like this. Make the most of your time. I thought that was a really important point um, that Nikki continued to bring up was you can either make the most of this time or sort of squander it. So try those new things. Allow yourself to step out of your comfort zone um, a little bit. This is already uncomfortable for everybody as a society. So um, we have to we have to give ourselves um, the courtesy to to try new things and, and be patient with ourselves. Um, and lastly, what we are doing here at Life Stance as a practice with the, our telehealth initiative that Dr. Elhaj has played such an instrumental role in is something to be very proud of. Um, us as an organization, we're very proud that we are able to um, stay ahead of the curve. We would be remiss not to recognize the challenges of this pandemic. So the fact that we were able to implement some different type of services via telehealth 
goes a long way in both protecting our providers and protecting our patients. Thank you guys for joining us. Until next time.